0: Welcome everybody to the A-Game Podcast, back at it with another interview. I feel that's all I've been doing lately, is just a bunch of interviews, but today I'm here with water polo star at San Ynez, Landon Lasson. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty good, I'm excited. Uh, we didn't get to do this last year, we meant to, but uh, excited to get get it done this year.
0: Absolutely, I'm super stoked. Um, as many of you guys know, I haven't covered water polo in the past. But I'm looking forward to covering it here today. Uh, obviously, it's not at the professional level, so a lot of you may not know uh, all of the nooks and crannies of the game. But we're going to dive into everything in Landon's career, and we're also going to uh, dive into their CIF push that is coming up here soon. Um, but, Landon, the first thing I want to ask you I ask all my interviewees this uh, reflecting on your high school career up to this point, um, what, what are your takeaways? Um, I know you've played on varsity for a few years at the water polo level, but. Um, what has the experience been like uh, overall so far?
1: Honestly, it's been really great. Uh, my freshman year being on JV, it was super fun. That was one of the most fun years I've had playing sports. Just the team energy and the sport itself—it just really pulled me back in after not having played for a few years. And it just—it really set the like set the level for me. And I just really wanted to keep continue that. And so my sophomore year, I got moved up to varsity and it was a blast. My first game, uh, I had 10 goals on uh, against Paso, and then building off that, it's just been uh, just hard work, and then going to club is just getting better all the time, and especially last summer, because I kind of shifted last summer from uh, uh, focusing on basketball to focusing more on water polo, so like last summer, it was all traveling to like Orange County and uh, San Francisco to play waterfall floor tournaments and stuff like that So it's been it's been really
0: fun Yeah that's awesome I, I know getting involved in all the summer programs For almost every sport um, Really gets your name out there So it's awesome to uh, hear that you've been doing that uh, Talking more about the High school level uh, As far as your coaches are concerned I've, I think you've had uh, roughly the same coaching staff Throughout your four years at San Yines. Uh What has that been like As far as building the chemistry with them Um, and how that reflects onto the teammates' performance.
1: Yeah, I think, actually, it's been really great to see the growth of not only our chemistry with the coaches, but even the coaches themselves. Because uh, our head coach, like, my freshman year, he would, uh, just watching, like, the varsity games, he would, like... Loses his mind over these like little calls and he's really grown in the fact that he's able to control himself and like handle himself a lot better in games and I think that reflects a lot better on us as players and also even he practices it's like the same thing it's just he's more positive and it's definitely more positive reinforcement so it definitely helps us play better and build more chemistry as a team and it's just it, I feel like especially this season he's been focusing on it a lot. Yeah. it's just helped our team grow so much and I think that's why we're in the position
0: right now yeah and I think that um, obviously when coaches they go out of their way to um, I know maybe it's arguing with the ref or, or whatever it may be but it shows they care and I mean if you're just uh, involved that much into a sport it's only going to result in success but it's good to hear that uh, everything is going well now um, as far as the coaches and players are concerned that only results in uh, winning so that's awesome Um As far as water polo, the game itself goes, I know a lot of the listeners may not really understand it. I feel I understand it a decent amount where I can at least uh, talk about it and have a conversation. But could you maybe dive into uh, what the game itself is like, uh, what it takes to play, um, and just things of that nature?
1: Yeah, so I like to kind of describe it as a mix of basketball and soccer because in soccer you have the goals and like similar balls but use your hands uh and then basketball because you're moving up and down the pool every single time um but basically it just it takes a lot of endurance and uh a lot of leg strength because you're treading water the whole time and not just treading water but treading water against other people who are trying to pull you underwater mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's very difficult because a lot of the time, sometimes you'll get in like Little mini wrestle fights under the water, but
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, I mean, as long as the ref doesn't see it, it's fair game. Uh, but it's it's I I personally think it's one of the hardest sports to play, just because um, not everyone can swim, let alone swim and sprint for like a full what twenty seven minutes. And it's especially in a deep pool because we're technically not allowed to stand on on the bottom. Even though in our pool. We have a shallow bottom, so we we sometimes can get away with it a little bit. But in deep pools, like we're gonna play in on Saturday for CIS, uh, it's all treading water, all swimming off the bottom. But yeah, it's 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 a hard
0: sport. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even though I haven't been engrossed in the game as much as um, all the people that have played it, like you, um, I've still recognized the fact that it is. the hardest sport to play as far as conditioning goes and as far as getting your body right because swimming alone is extremely hard. I mean, only the best of the best are at the top in swimming. You don't see many professionals. Um, And then you add a ball in it and treading water for 27 minutes, as you said, it only makes it that much harder. Um, Building off of that, I kind of want to talk about the conditioning that it takes to play water polo because I know you guys work really really hard in the summers to get your bodies prepared could you just take me through that mental process and what goes into an off season for water polo
1: so yeah a lot of uh a lot of it is uh sprints like just swimming sprints in practice like a 50 or 100s which is uh either two laps or four laps um and we'll do like uh, a, a set that we almost did every single day this year is a. Uh, called 1650s so it's like in the name the 1650s on a certain time interval and it's it just gets us conditioned really well for the kind of everything because you don't want to condition with big long distance swims in practice because water polo is a game of short sprints not necessarily like long distance yeah uh and then for for treading water and stuff we do we have uh five gallon jugs that we fill up and um we have to put them over our heads and empty the jug while treading water. Wow, that one—that is probably the toughest one that I do because I haven't been able to, like, uh, drain the jug all the way in one try uh, until this year. So yeah. I mean, that—that was a big thing for me that I was able to do that this year. Yeah. So it's and sometimes we'll—he'll take out a tire and we'll just uh, ha- like tread water with a tire over our head for as long as we can until we can't anymore but it's 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 some gnarly training that we have
0: to do (laughs) yeah that's that sounds insane i think i mean compared to every other sport uh, off-season work is usually um yeah you run a lot but it's all it's not underwater you're not being held down by like immense gravity so uh yeah that sounds absolutely great for your body um even though it's super hard mentally um i want to talk about you a little more as far as your journey in the water in water polo um i know you talked about playing in or going to camps in the summer and playing against phenomenal competition i just want to dive into what have you learned most from playing against the best competition in the country and going to these camps and having these conversations with the best coaches um in the country
1: i i think it's all it just shows that it's kind of all achievable if you really if you really set your mind to it like, a lot of these guys, some, like, even the guys that I know that are in college right now, like, I thought I would never be on their level and I looked up to them like they were these gods. But, like, if you really put in the work and you go to practice every day and, like, like, we have to drive 40 minutes to Santa Barbara to do club. And, like, that's where you really get good. And, like, it's just the dedication that will, that will get you the results. Just like with anything, it's just, you have to put in the time and it'll, it'll, uh, you'll reach the benefits
0: eventually. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously being on the Central Coast, it definitely helps having all these programs because I know, as we talked about earlier, in California, this is the the water polo hub essentially. I mean, we're not seeing a ton of water polo on the East Coast because it snows a ton and rains a ton, and the Midwest doesn't have um, the same weather as California, so it's a very West Coast-centered uh, sport. Um, yeah, um, and the next thing I want to ask, I know swimming, it starts a lot, uh, a young age with a bunch of different kids and water polo a little later. I'm just wondering what age did you get into swimming and what age did you get into playing this sport? Um, was there any reason for it or was it just, uh, just a thing that happened?
1: Yeah. So I actually grew up playing junior lifeguard uh, doing junior lifeguards, uh, pretty much until high school. And that's kind of really where I, I found it. And cause they did, uh, They got these like floating goals to go out in the ocean and we played ocean waterfall and it was super fun. And they told me that there was a program for like, uh, elementary to middle school kids at the high school. And so, uh, starting, I think in, I think it was fifth grade, I started going to those practices and it's, it's not really super serious there, but they just, they just kind of give you the basics and it just kind of helps you to get into the sport. And once, once, once I started playing there, then they recommended I go to club. and But that's when I started focusing on basketball. So then I just picked it back up in high school. Yeah. But I, I really just, like, the first practice, or the first few practices, I really just, like, fell in love with it. And it. Just the game is so fun to me.
0: Yeah, that's sweet. And I think a lot of people, they fall in love with the basics of a game. And just going through the fundamentals, you can uh, usually tell if this is going to be your sport. Um, and it's definitely a blessing that you found it at that young of an age. Um, looking forward, I know past high school water polo or as far as professional go, I mean, there's, yeah, national teams and there's the Olympics and all that. But do you have any plans after high school, um, of playing water polo or even beyond that? Do you have any goals or aspirations?
1: Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm definitely, my options open for college, uh, either basketball or water polo. But right now, it looks like if I would, if I was going to go for water polo, I would love to play at UCSB or to go um, up north and play at San Jose State. Uh, they both have awesome programs. But right now, I think my number one would be to play at UCSB. And then, in fact, if that all goes well, then uh, I think for me, I would love to go play on like a team in Europe because they have a lot of like. Like pro and semi-pro leagues in Europe, and just kind of travel the world with with uh, playing water polo, and it's just kind of a way that I can go travel the world almost free at cost because you're you're getting paid, but not enough to like uh, like make money off of it, but enough to where you get your needs met while you're traveling like the world. Yeah. So, especially at a young age, that would be really cool after college. Um, But. that would be, UCSB right now would be, it's kind of my number one for water polo, but yeah. definitely keep my options open
0: still. So. Yeah, that's great. I know European influence in a bunch of different sports is becoming a lot more prominent, um, especially in basketball, and uh, I've, I've heard a ton of guys going overseas for water polo also because it is very present over there, so um, yeah, I definitely think that would be a great option to consider, but also UCSB is a phenomenal school um last thing i'm going to ask personally and then we'll dive into the team uh what has the recruitment process been like um i know a lot of people have different um ways of going about it i don't know or a lot of people have different ways that coaches contact them and along with that question do you have any goals for uh senior year in particular for the rest of this uh senior year
1: yeah, so to start out with the recruiting process, it's it's been uh, interesting and also tough because up until kind of recently, uh, I've been focusing on basketball and trying to get recruited for basketball, and this summer, I kind of switched over and started uh, sending emails and trying to talk to coaches, but um, for me, for pool especially, it's a lot easier to contact coaches, in my, in my opinion, like over basketball, because the coaches are just, getting like i feel like so many less emails like these big schools for basketball it's like they get like 300 emails a day and it's just impossible but there's really not as there's not even close to as many ba- uh water polo players as there are bas- basketball players and it's just e- a lot easier to get noticed in such a small uh pool of players and it's been it's actually been really good to uh like meet some of the coaches and like go to their campuses it's been really fun it's been a good experience and a lot of uh learning how to talk to uh coaches and like overcoming any nerves or anything
0: that you have yeah yeah that's great i mean i know that a lot of guys you contact it through twitter or email but you're absolutely right um with water polo having a way smaller pool contacting becomes a lot easier and that's great for you because uh, there's a lot more coaches that are willing to reach out uh, as well um the one thing I want to talk about, again, I know being a multi-sport athlete, it's something I ask all of my interviewees, because a lot of them happen to happen to be uh, multi-sport athletes. What has that been like for you as far as being physically ready, training different muscle groups? Um, just take me through uh, what it's like to play multiple sports. Uh,
1: for me, basketball and water polo has been uh, interesting to balance throughout my, my high school career, because... Uh, like what, when I've been in the pool for like three months, uh, sometimes it's a little rough to go back, right back to basketball, and uh, you definitely feel it in your back and your legs and just the impact. But I really try to, uh, uh, I really try to play a lot of basketball during water pool season, even though it may be tough, like with my schedule and stuff. But even just coming home after practice and shooting around and keeping my shot good. And even like during during basketball season, it's a little tougher because I can't just I don't have a pool at home, and I can't just like jump in any old pool and just play water mm-hmm. polo. Yeah, like basketball, you can just have a hoop and a ball, and you can just practice whatever. Mm-hmm. But water polo, I either during off season I either have to drive to Santa Barbara or uh, find a pool to swim in. But it's definitely a little tougher with these with water polo being such a specialized sport.
0: Yeah,
1: during water polo season, it's a little easier to uh, be training for basketball. I can I just go, I usually try to go on runs or play basketball when I can. But
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. Just keeping your body right uh, for all sports. But I do think also, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but water polo probably does get you a lot stronger for basketball as far as certain muscles go. Although you're like worn down um, initially, so uh, yeah, that's that's big for you. Um, moving on to The team, I want to talk a little bit about your San Diego water polo team. I know you guys are about to uh, embark on a hopeful long CIF journey starting on Saturday. Um, Could you just take me through what the season has entailed so far um, and anything that stood out to you as far as a teammate goes or as far as trials and tribulations go, just anything?
1: Yeah, so uh, at the beginning of the season, we were definitely not really gelled together. Like any team usually is good in the season. But uh, we definitely found our way, and everyone kind of fits. They know their role, and they've kind of uh, fit into that nicely. And now I think we just have such great chemistry, especially because we've been hanging out a lot outside of the pool. And I think that's really important with any team is team chemistry and not not just hang out in your sport, but also getting to know each other outside of your sport. But I think that's helped us get our chemistry going, and especially at the beginning of the season, we, took, we went to a tournament and went 0-5 against really great teams. And in that same tournament, we actually lost to the team we're going to be playing to on Saturday by four. But that tournament was really demoralizing for some of our team. And just to come back from that, so we we, we definitely got better from that tournament. So yeah, I, to learn and grow from our losses is definitely something that we're. I think our team is good at.
0: Yeah. And playing the best competition is something I've always noticed um, improves a team and improves just skill overall because you only can be the best if you play the best. Um, So I think getting that experience early on in the season only prepared you better uh, for now. I noticed that you guys are nine and one at home. That is that's huge. I mean, yeah, so I know we talked. I was talking about playing at home. Just talk to me about the impact of playing in that type of pool, um, and also just playing in league play.
1: Yeah, so having a shallow pool is definitely such an advantage when we play like big, bigger schools, especially like AG. When they come into our shallow pool and they don't really know how to play, because it's definitely it's definitely a different sort of game when you're in that shallow end because. A lot of them, they either don't really know what the rules, so they'll try to, like, jump off the bottom and stuff, and they obviously get penalized for that, or it's like they try to stay off the bottom at all costs, which, as as being a school that plays in a shallow end, we know how to find the in-between, and, like, we can push off the bottom but make it not so obvious, so our defense in the shallow pool is uh, much better because a lot of the time we are pushing off the bottom, and... Um, getting those advantages underwater, but, uh, especially like playing AG, like I said, they, uh, they, they blew us out the first time that we played them and then they came to our pool and we lost, but it was, it was definitely closer game. It was only five to 10, which is actually, in my opinion, really good against a team like that, who, in my opinion, is projected to win D1 and probably the best team in our, in our section.
0: Yeah. So, once again, playing the best teams, but it is interesting to hear that a a literal home field advantage um, taking place because you guys get to practice there every day. Um, So, yeah, that's awesome. I'm going to talk one last thing. I just kind of want to recap CIF in general. You're going in, you're playing Clovis on Saturday. Um, What has been the mentality and the vibe as far as the team goes this week preparing for a big matchup?
1: Yeah, so we, we do have film on them. Because we did play them earlier in the season. So uh, <clears throat> we have been watching film this week. Uh, we had a film session, and we've been watching it on our own uh, all throughout the week. And just knowing what they do and like what we can run against them on defense and offense is going to be really important for our game. But just going in mentally, I feel like a lot of us just need to go into it uh, thinking it's just, it's just another game because a lot of people on our team Get very in their heads and put a lot of pressure on themselves to perform, and that's kind of when they crumble. Yeah, I think it's important to just to keep a good mentality to keep it how how we've been playing the entire season. Yeah, if and we it, put out how we've been playing, I think we should we have a very good chance of winning.
0: Absolutely, and I think the preparation aspect um, of anything, and just watching film and being prepared, um, that will only suit you well uh, for the rest of CIF and in particular on Saturday. Um, in a big game, so that's that's all I got. Um, I really appreciate you for coming on the show. Um, it, it's been a pleasure, and uh, yeah, I wish you all the best at Clovis on
1: Saturday. Thank you. We will uh, we will need it, and we will uh, hopefully come out on top.
0: All right, yeah, good luck. That's all I got. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the podcast to the interview i'm hopefully going to be uploading more content in the coming weeks just been really busy with college stuff but thank you all for tuning in it was a pleasure having landed on and i hope you guys have a great rest of your week peace